0: We're back. Fitz and Harry. I don't I don't know, Harry, did we decide on Scatterbrain? Because that was the name of the uh, podcast yesterday uh, with our little bonus. This is extra uh, fun for Fitz and Harry, uh, usually on ESPN Radio noon to three, but the podcast, we want to make it different. Scatterbrain was the name we came up with. Are we going that for another day? Are we doing that? It's cool with me. Okay, so we're going to stick with Scatterbrain. Maybe uh, someday we can get them to send me free bottles of liquor. Let no, is it
1: Scatterbrain or Scatterbrains? Scatterbrain. It's Scatterbrain. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: And well, scatterbrain. Scatterbrain, it is. Scatterbrain. All right. One thing we're not scattered on, I can tell you this, is the Cowboys. Right. Uh, everybody's been talking about it all day, but this is important because, in my mind, HD, we've watched over the course of the last what six weeks, the Cowboys sort of implode. But we got a reminder, like that little glimpse, that little moment of hope. Of who they can be, that came through last night. Because I say this all the time, like we're not playing Madden, but if you were playing Madden, the Cowboys are the roster you would want. Last night, they played like that; like they played like they were bigger, faster, stronger, better than the the Bucks, and it was clear.
1: Yeah, it was just phenomenal. I think across the board, offense, defense, and special teams, and including the coaching staff as well. Fitz, look at a guy like Dak Prescott who took a lot of heat the last, I'll say, four or five weeks. I um, mean, rightfully so because he turned the football over, he wasn't efficient, he wasn't. Uh, great from the pocket and deciding where he was going to throw, uh, based on coverage that he was given. But last night he was a surgeon, my man. When I mean a surgeon, he used every tool that a surgeon used in the hospital, and that's the tools that he had, as in C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Tony Pollard, and everyone else. Uh, Hinder I think. I think that's his. Yeah, wait, Hendershot. I want to go back to the surgeon. Like
0: I want to go back to the surgeon thing here for a second. Like, yeah. uh, like. I don't know anything about doctoring. Like, are there a bunch of tools for that? Are there a few tools for that? Like, how's the, the don't, do- don't don't they use like it's like all robots now, right? Like, they don't even they don't even do a lot of the surgeries.
2: Devin, no, no,
1: damn it, how technical we're about to be now? Like, I mean, I just use I'm robots just, now. Okay? Just, I, let's I'm go just, back to the days when surgeons would, you, would be a surgeon.
0: Would you be like? I don't know what worries me more. Like, we have laying to talk on about a robot. It's like,
1: not no damn transformers.
0: If I'm laying more than me, see, eye. if I'm <laughs> laying on the table, Decepticons, box uh, <laughs> I didn't know Harry had that much white in him. Like, the fact that Harry has gone full Transformers makes me so... uh... Oh, that's so good. Um, no, I'm just curious. Like, if you're laying on a table, do you feel better about like a surgeon coming in or about a robot looking? I, I don't know. You're not wrong though. Uh, Dak was in full uh, full surgeon mode, and so was Mike McCarthy. Like, we spent all of our time dooing all over Mike McCarthy all the time, right? I just think it, it's nice. <laughs>
1: that
0: was the right what?
1: word. <laughs> I haven't heard doodling since I was a kid. <laughs> you have kids, man. You have. I- Damn, I my kids say, "Daddy, I boo booed Back when they weren't potty trained, a you say "doo dooing."
0: A boo boo is a a bruise, yeah. isn't it Like, like I got a boo boo. As much like, if I'm looking at you outside a porta potty, and I say I got a boo boo, you think that I hurt my knee. You don't think that Just, I need bro, to you go said like
1: doo dooing.
3: <laughs> I, I was like three years old at summer camp. I was in in the pool, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I got out, and I sat on the toilet. And I slipped off, and I got a boo boo and a doo doo at the same time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he slipped. He was so tiny. I mean, I never I never
0: boo-booed my pants, but, you know, I'm sure I've doo-dooed my pants at some point. We all know where I'm going. Okay. I'm pretty look. sure
1: you, you know you sharted and, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at some point you charred it. Are we allowed? You, you we went allowed to go wash your clothes, and you had a little extra something in there. I'm pretty sure it happened to you before.
0: I mean, uh, I can neither confirm nor deny it. <laughs> I think we I think we're allowed to say it. that's one of those words. that
2: I think we are, right?
0: <laughs> I can The bosses are like, it took you guys two shows to really test the boundaries. Like whatever the book is, or somebody's like searching through a little book here. But uh, all that to say, like that's what we've been doing all over Mike McCarthy every year, every month, every week about well, McCarthy's not going to be around, and I was really impressed. Two. Pen- Penalties, no turnovers, a clean football game, a great offensive game plan from Kellen Moore, a great defensive game plan from Quinn. And we asked Quinn to move on, on our show. We spent a bunch of time saying, you better move Parsons around. You better make Parsons hard to find. They did exactly that. And the part of the reason that the Bucks lost this game, Harry, is because, frankly, let's be real, like Brady never looked comfortable. That's a, a That's a statement to the coaching, the Cowboys.
1: When that was the mo on Brady coming into the season, when a lot of his offensive linemen either went down due to injury, or you had a lot of them sign other places free agency, or some of uh, one of one or two of the guys retiring. That that was the mo on Brady is that you know he loves to be protected, he doesn't like to get hit, and it really showed last night because on multiple occasions Brady looked like he was scared to stand in the pocket and deliver the football. Even had like a seam route, he tried to throw to one of his tight ends, and he's yelling and screaming down the field. And I'm literally saying to myself, "It's." Exactly who are you yelling at and why? The ball skipped to the tight end. It hit the ground before it got to him. But I think that's just the Brady that we have become accustomed to in 2022 slash 2023 that needs that protection, that's not willing to stand in that pocket and take that, that hit from that defender driving down the middle of his body. But so many things went right for the Dallas Cowboys last night, Fitz, except one thing. Oh,
0: and, and look, we're, have you ever seen, and for anyone that didn't see this last night, well, four missed extra points by the Cowboys, right? Uh, their kicker, Mar, missed four extra points. Have you ever in your life as a player, HD played for 10 years in the NFL, plus a spectacular Louisville career, plus high school football, right? Have you ever seen a kicker miss four extra points?
1: No, and the the crazy part about it is, though, Fitz, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I held field goals in college. Yeah. Um for a guy named Lace Art Carmody, hmm. who was the Lou Groza Award winner, too. So, I know it all goes into that operation, but to miss four extra points, uh, that that's egregious to me. That, that's very, very egregious. Now, I will say this. And how you pronounce the young man's last name again? Maher. Like, hey, Ma. Maher. Her. Okay. I'm dating her. Ma. Okay. Her. Hey Ma, Hey, Ma. Check his damn bank account. I think he's working with Vegas. Oh, man. Check Beca- his bank account. The, uh, Literally, uh, check his bank account this morning.
0: Evan, the overrun on this was like, what, 45-and-a-half? It was 45-and-a-half. And the game finished at 45. 45. So, ooh, whoa, sugar snap
1: peas. Oh, I don't know man. how comfortable
0: I am with
2: that.
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can do this, but also if if the, uh, the Bucks decided to score any more points, too, it would have been over. You know what I mean? So, like, we can talk about the missed Hey, hey, games, hey, 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 like, hey, you? How about you play offense?
0: Hey, party? Nancy Negative, control the controllables. If he's on the take, he's controlling the only controllable he can
3: control.
1: I- so, Devin tried to rain control. on our parade right Mike, then.
3: How about Mike McCarthy, though? At what point, if you were one of the coaches here, like if I'm in Madden and I miss a, a kick with one, I'm going for two right away to make up those points because I can't live in a world where I don't have those points. <sighs> but also, what I point... I want to in Madden. At what point? And you're <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Do you just start going for two because you can't trust the guy to make a kick? But here's the, well, here's depends, the other side of it It depends on that. the, the
1: fill of the game. The yeah. fill of the game dictates a lot of that. Like, if the Buccaneers probably would have scored more, I think it would have been in the back of Mike McCarthy's mind. The fact that the Buccaneers were struggling to even score points, I think it was a non-factor.
0: And, and hear me out, y'all, on this, like – I get what you're saying, Evan, and by the way, I would kick your ass at Madden in a way that made you never want to pick up a controller again. Is that I, right. Oh dude, I used to play Madden for a lot of money on the road. So I have I am I am not I a good to. Madden player. I am a great Madden player, and I will absolutely wow. demoralize you while I tell you you're being demoralized. That being said, I I have no problem continually bringing my kicker out because at some point I may need him to make an actual kick. Like a field goal could have mattered in this game. So I'd rather he get it off his chest, you know, as an extra point than as a field goal. So, so that game was like a slump buster for Brett Maher. You were trying to get him out of a slump. <laughs> I mean, every kick was a slump buster. Devin, but like Can I ask you Hey a ma, question? come get him. Let me ask you a question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we talk a
2: lot about on sports radio the hardest, you know, the the records that will never be broken. We talk about Cal Ripken's consecutive game played. Brett Maher That's a fa- fallacy that record. I mean, he just uh, that was was so fake. Go ahead. Anyways, uh, Brett Maher he missed four PATs. Either. Will that record ever be
3: broken ever again? No. Well, I will say
1: never say never, bro. Like rec- records are meant to be broken.
3: Absolutely. Look, look! Because yeah, when he missed the third, I didn't think there was any chance he was missing the fourth. I wasn't. I wasn't exactly. sure we missed they were the
1: second. Put... I didn't think it was going to be a chance of the third <laughs> Can we and talk about
3: why they, like, I mean,
2: like, why did the Cowboys, Why did they leave him in and not go for two? Like, why did they do this?
0: I mean, Harry, how bendy are those legs of yours? Like, are you trying not to be a kicker tomorrow for the for the Cowboys? Like. Get oh, out there! No, like, oh.
1: not not these little weak legs right now. I got all kind of injuries and stuff in these legs.
0: No, I, I didn't know. Like you're still an athlete. All right, so this this begs the question. Barely. What's the worst day you ever <laughs> had at work? All right, what's like? So I'll go back to I was playing with this band nobody ever heard of, and mm-hmm. I uh, I was just having one of those days. And, like, sometimes you have one of those days. And I knew I was having one of those days when I was tuning all my stuff up because I played a lot of instruments, right? So I was tuning all my – like, when I kept tuning the acoustic guitar, I kept breaking a string. And I don't know why I kept breaking a string, but it should have been a sign from God I wasn't meant to play that day. So uh, I start the show, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't know, three, four songs into the show. And the, the main artist turns around at one point, looks at the whole band, and says, you guys are killing me off the mic, like, because we were playing that poorly. I was playing so bad throughout the course of that show – that I actually just put the fiddle down because I was like, I shouldn't play today. I I don't know what's happening. So instead, I'm playing the piano. And I realized after like the third song in a row where I wasn't even playing just like notes that belong, I turned the volume down on the keyboard so that the front of house was no longer getting any sound. And I just fake played. Like the last half hour of the show, I just hit the keyboards like I was playing. And the whole time in my mind, I was like, I'm a fraud and I should never be on stage again. And after that show, I just went to the bus. I went in the bunk. I closed the curtain. I went to bed. Like that's all I could think of yesterday it was like Maher had to go into the locker room and be like my bad guys I will see myself out and just leave because there's no way he's getting invited that was my word
1: I I have two stories I can tell you all one about my first game as an NFL player and one about the NFC championship game the thing about the one about the NFC championship game it involves other guys as well as myself so which one do y'all want me to tell y'all which one
0: I want I want, uh, I want whichever is juicier whichever one makes Harry Douglas look worse so we can bring it up for the rest of our show Okay, I mean yeah, the that's, second. That's one. what I want. Give I us don't think one. that's nice. Well, I mean that's. Look, I, I'm you a fat kid nice. that played the violin. What's what's nice about me? HD. like. I, I want ammunition, right?
2: You know, like, you come off as such a nice guy. Like, give us thank the muck. No, no, I'm not. I'm not talking oh, about you.
0: I'm
1: talking about. Okay. So I would say this. There, I will David. go with the one, the NFC Championship game, because I think that was the one it, that meant the most, and I still think about it to the, to this day. So in that game, there were a series of events that particularly would have never happened in any other game that we had played that that entire season. And that's the year we went 13 and three. We had the number one seed. We we're playing against the San Francisco 49ers. I believe we were up 17 to nothing in that ball game. Mm. But we just had a series of events that just made things so awkward and crazy. And it happened to me, Roddy White, and Matt Ryan. And some things that we just weren't accustomed to happening. So the first thing that happened is that Roddy Wright probably ran like a 1,000 of curl routes that year. Never fail on any of them. He fell on one, ball gets intercepted. Matt Ryan has a snap, literally snapped in his hands. Drops the snap, the 49ers recover it. We have Jaquez Rosers goes on a wheel route, wide open for a touchdown. Matt missed that throw. Then we get down to the last drive of the game, right? So it's third and short, and we 100% know they're going to play man coverage. And I know we're going to play man coverage, so I know the exact play that's about to be called. Z return will. Now, Z return was Roddy coming in motion. Him and Tony Gonzalez on the same side. Tony Gonzalez is going to run a corner corner route. Roddy White's going to run a return route. The back is going to go out into the flat, right? Three people to that side, two-man side to me and Julio. I have a defender in front of me, and he has a defender in front of him. They're in double man press. And I always say, if offensive coaches allow a defense to play double man press, shame on you. Perfect play call. I knew the wheel was coming to me. I literally <laughs> threw my defender down, threw his little ass on the ground. Carlos Rogers, Shout out to Carlos. He's still my boy. I threw him down on the ground. And I know 100% that this ball is going to be coming to me. I looking in the air, and what do I see? I see some bright-ass lights. And I immediately said to myself, oh, shit. I don't know where the ball is. But I know the ball is coming to me. So I went in full panic mode. No, no lie. I went full panic mode. I know this ball is in the air, and it's coming to me, and this is going to be a walk-in touchdown, but I do not see it. I literally seen the ball probably at the last tenth of, the, of a second. I threw my hands out there and caught it, but I wasn't still running and standing up, guys. I was on the ground laying down because <laughs> oh, I had no. failed. Oh, no. And literally I got touched. I got tackled. We go on that same drive. We get down to like the 10-yard line. We don't get in the end zone. The San Francisco 49ers win the game. They go to the damn Super Bowl. Oh, that's hard. That's and I, I, never, I never told anybody the extent of that play until now. Like everybody's, oh, my God, Harry had a turf monster. He tripped over himself. But they didn't understand. I'd never seen the ball until the last tenth of a second. Because of the lights, when I looked up, the ball was literally in the, the, the direct line of the lights.
0: Oh, that. How often, how often do you think about that? Like,
2: Every day, bro.
1: Yeah. Every day. Every, Every single day.
0: I, I can't, uh, that, okay, so that's heartbreaking. Now I actually feel that. Every bad. single day. Uh, I've got another embarrassing story but I'm not done. Just kidding. Oh, oh I thought, I'm sorry. I'm but sorry it was to the went.
1: point that, like, you know, our receiver coach, man, we were meeting the, the following day, and he was like, man, that's just God telling us it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't our moment. Because for all those things to happen at that moment, and they all—they may have all happened in the second half, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think they all may have happened in the second half. For those things to go, like, Roddy White's not going to follow the court cor- mm. curl route. Matt Ryan's not going to fumble the snap and they recover it. He's not going to miss a wheel route for a touchdown for the back out of the backfield. I'm not going to fall down on a wide open wheel route that I've ran a million times that season and caught balls on. Like, it, it it was just it was not meant to be at the time. Uh,
0: that is look at that perspective. Harry Harry throwing out, you know, an embarrassing heartwarming story but also giving us perspective. I, I love that. I I've got another goofy one but before I get there, let's get one of the guys in. Uh Evan De- or Devin? Devin, you got a uh, you got a worst day at work story? Yeah, it's
2: it's the worst day because it was like embarrassing. It didn't really affect the on-air product. Okay. Um So Golka Wingo mm. used to work on that show. Mhm. Producer Evan Back was a producer for that show for a long time. I think Evan was off for a week stretch, so I got my first like big opportunity to produce the guys. And I've watched Golick Senior my entire life growing up, so I was like, a little nervous about it." Um, and I think at the time, the NFL was putting out like their top 100 players of all time. They were okay. they were putting the list out, and so every day I would pitch some ideas for guests. I'm like going through the list, pitching you know certain people, and then all of a sudden I say. What about Deacon Jones? What do you guys think? And keep in mind, this is like, I think this is like 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Golick, he just looks at me and he, he looked disappointed. He said, Devin, Deacon Jones has been dead since
0: 2013. <laughs> oh, wow. So he,
2: he will not be coming on the show. I'm not laughing wow. at this. I'm laughing. Yeah, oh. No, RIP. He was one of, the best player. He, you know, one of the best players of all time. But for me, like trying to make an impact, trying to impress Golick Sr., he just looked at me like this is the idiot that we found to to fill and produce. You he just,
1: you, like you, you, he, could, you he was dead for seven
2: years, guys. <laughs> it's like and at that point, do yeah. a little research.
0: Uh, Devin's just like, so I'll see myself out. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, there will be somebody else in the producer seat tomorrow, especially because Golding Senior's not the type that's ever going to let you forget that. So you you definitely had to. That's live what up. happens
1: when you kiss ass, Devin. I'm you sorry, try but, to kiss ass, kissing R- R- ass R- going wrong.
0: R.I.P. All right, <laughs> All right, Ev. What you got for a for a, a worst day at work story?
3: Yeah. Also, Golick and Wingo. honestly. Okay. So, something about that show waking up early. <laughs> we just we just didn't work right. Uh, mine's worse than Devin's because mine actually impacted on air and made uh, them all sound stupid. So um, the Mike Trout contract had just come up, and I came from from MLB Radio on SiriusXM, so the guys trusted my my baseball expertise, and I was like, we should get Scott Boris on. As an agent, he didn't represent Mike Trout, but I'm like he represents a bunch of different players. We can ask him about this contract and how it impacts. And for some reason, in my head, I had convinced myself that Scott Boris represented Mookie Betts, and we promoted throughout the whole show that we were going to ask Scott Boris what Mookie Betts' <laughs> contract was going to look like. Now that we've seen Mike uh, Mike Trout's new deal. And we have Scott Boras. He's like on at the end of the show. We've it for three and a half hours that we're having Scott Boras on to ask him this question. Trey Wingo asked him the question. He goes, "Yeah, I can't really talk about players. I don't represent. I don't represent. But I will talk about Xander Bogarts, who's also on the Red Sox." And I'm like, my face. I've I'm I've red hair. My face was as as red as my hair. I walked into our boss's office right after. I said, this is what happened. If the bosses want to, if the hosts want to get rid of me and you need to move me to a new show tomorrow, I take full responsibility and understand that's what you need to do. That is,
0: I could so see myself because like, look, y'all know I'm not a baseball guy. I would do the, like, if Evan puts it on the screen and it's about baseball, I'm going to read it. It doesn't matter what it is. I feel that to my core, dude. That is, wow. Uh, Did Trey ever let you
3: live that down? Yeah, Trey forgot about it five minutes later. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Evan, Evan had so many
2: uh, like a bank of bad moments to choose from. So like, okay, yeah, okay. that was a good one he chose though.
3: I will tell you guys one more. So, so
1: Devin, Devin, that's what happens when you try to be a professional ass kisser. Damn! Mm.
3: Wow.
0: Uh,
3: professional ass kisser. He just said I had a plenty of moments to choose from, and I chose him. a good one. I buried him. <laughs>
0: This is wild.
3: I, like, I mean, I, I to love be that fair, chosen, Devin got Devin, got Devin a week is two
1: for two on Devin this podcast. He's of, two for two.
3: Devin got a week of producing this show. <laughs> I had to do He's it every two day. Two. You're going to make some mistakes. I also He's love the fact two. that, like,
0: yeah, we're two podcasts in, and all we've done is discredit ourselves and talk about being drunk. So, so far, I think Scatterbrain's going uh, incredibly well. One other.
1: Scatterbrain, bro. You, bro you I, said scatterbrain. S- I said Scatterbrain. Okay. I said Scatterbrain. I didn't pluralize right. Don't screw
0: it uh, up. Uh, the, I'll give you one other quick one. The Preds have a band between periods, right? They always have. The year that they were being sold, they um, the band that they had between periods went on some reality show. So they couldn't do it anymore. So I get this call in the middle of the night from the entertainment director of the Nashville Predators. And they were like, look... We have no money. We have new ownership. We can't afford to pay a band. Can you put a band together to play in between periods, just rock covers? And I was like, yeah, of course. I love hockey. I'm going to do that. I'll get my buddies every game to come in. So every game during the first period while they were playing, we'd all look at each other and be like, what covers do we know? We would figure it out. So at the time, the arena was almost always empty. Nobody was there. They were playing the Red Wings, though. And there's a huge, at the time, there was a big Red Wings following in Nashville. So it was a rare, like almost sold out crowd. It was a massive, like 16,000 people in the arena were the band in between periods. So we get to our, our set and i was like hey let's do living on a prayer i love bon jovi and uh, you know so i was like i'm all in we'll do living on a prayer so we got sixteen thousand people but when they do that there's a very particular moment you have to play your last note so i'm i'm not paying attention to the clock and we're doing the whoa we're halfway there and that goes
3: whoa
0: right and does that whole thing when we do the key change and i'm i'm, I'm feeling all like groovy about this while so i'm going i don't realize that the clock has hit the moment that we have to stop so they mute everything for the band as we go like whoa we're all the band cuts out, and I've just got to, I've got to do like, ah, I got to do that part, right? Voice cracks right in the middle of it. So I go, wah, wah, ah, and it was like literally like a child screaming in the mic. And I just leaned into the microphone, sold out, and I was like, yep, that happened. And that was it. There was no like follow-up. There was no applause afterwards. It was just a voice crack on a super high note in front of uh, 16,000 people. No, see,
1: okay. that's one of the things where you should have said, you know what, I got a do doo I got a duty." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never mind. The new that's name what you of this use, that's the new name of the it. podcast might be doo doo. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh what definitely I definitely describes it. Uh wow. Wow. You know what? Still better than boo boo. Like I'm glad you told me that because if I'm hanging out in Atlanta and one of your kids are like, oh, you you know I got a boo boo, we're gonna think much differently. I'm gonna be like, do you need help? Like your kid says, I got a doo doo. I'm not offering to help. Your kid say, I got a boo boo. I'm over there and I'm like, yeah. I mean, you need well,
1: me. Well, they to, got a boo boo. They're not gonna let you. Like they only feel comfortable with their mom and dad. Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> so like not I'm just, a, I got a I got a boo boo. You need me to kiss it and make it better. It's a much different thing if it's a boo boo versus a, <laughs> a doo. I need so much clarity. I. I'm taking us wildly off the rails. Oh, I love this. This is what you can only get Scatterbrain, Evan Wilner, Devin Kane. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. Hang out with us here every day. Hang out with us on Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, noon to three Eastern, also on the ESPN app. Peace. Peace.